What's up, everybody? I think I Instagram live even too. So, oh, that's tight. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, podcast number twenty-five, and I think we got this pretty cool setup. We're outside. Last week, Luke did it by himself outside, and I was like, <laughs> "Damn, why didn't we do that this whole time?" You're right. It looks good. Yeah, it just looks good. You get out in nature. We're up here in the mountains. Uh, it gets hot yeah. or it gets warm in the house like when you until you step outside you're like oh i didn't know it's that warm in there but it feels better so keeping the windows open yeah yeah so we're outside it feels great there's mosquitoes but that's oh, not yeah. too bad not too bad no, we're not next to the creek or anything right now but not some big doom bug just flew by and was like oh my god gosh sometimes the hummingbirds do that too when they dive bomb human beings like i was watering plants one day and they just got all up in my grill like in my ear and it's just loud as crab hummingbirds yeah. are kind of insidious like that one time i was able to catch a hummingbird by just waiting patiently by the hummingbird feeder so that's how little they're really scared of human beings i think and he just sat in my palm like, like bird so bugs. they kind of are they're like insects kind of like, yeah they're kind of bugs. you're like how do they serve the sugar that's what i think but that's all I got. Um, so cool. I so yeah, it's 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 nice. I got my uh, CU stuff on because um, our football team plays tomorrow. It's a huge game against Nebraska. Oh, nice! And I'm really stoked. It's nice to. I don't think uh, I don't know if a lot of listeners know, but I, I tried out for a CU a couple years ago. Um, didn't make it. I did graduate from there and. It's like big news that uh, I know. CU's got Deion Sanders as a coach. And, yeah, it's wild. Playing. And so it's kind of nice to just be a fan again. Like, yeah, right. When right. I walk on, it was just like, it was hard to like watch the football games because I wasn't out there. But now it's nice to just be a fan again. And, and like everybody in, in Boulder is excited about the football team again. And so that's really cool. Oh, I bet, dude. Yeah, yeah. Your perspective is is like a lot better now, too. I think. Yeah, from sure. that. But so they play tomorrow at ten a.m. Nice. And it's Nebraska, our biggest rival. So. Oh heck yeah! Should be cool. Um, so yeah, I'm repping my heck school because yeah. I'm 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 proud of it. But oh, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. Do we have any announcements? Mm-hmm. Let's see, man. Um. So this week, uh, we don't. God, there goes a bug. Oh god dang! Um, what happened? So you're eight thousand feet. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the sticks right now. Yeah, for the most, most part. Um. So this week, let's see, man. There is a mosquito. I'm gonna kill these things. I got kill them. This week, um, we got we got a, a, a cool email uh, saying. They, that somebody knew of a really good guest we could uh, interview, yeah. and we're really hoping um, to to reach out to that to that person. Um, you know, I don't think they'd mind us saying it. You know, um, but if anybody else is interested in this, please you know show your support for it and put some comments in there saying, "Yeah, we want to see that." Um, yeah, it's, thank it's, you for emailing us and sending us cool stuff. Yeah, it's cool. We're gonna try and reach out to that person and see if they can. Yeah, Come on. yeah. In, in the context, you know, is, is uh, this this man? He was uh, born and raised a Hindu uh, religion, um, 
and was you know saved and converted to uh, Christianity or came to know Yeshua uh, Jesus Christ as his Messiah um, later in life and he's been extremely successful in his business life personal life and we're like I'm just kind of like floored by that level of um, honor that it would be to to interview someone like that yeah. to weigh that experience and then you know being a I was young when I came to know the truth and so just meeting other people and realizing man this is a powerful testimony to uh you know to meet other people and it's like you've been raised in the church or you've always been this house yeah. you might be missing out I don't know if it's might is the right word it's probably yes you're missing out and yeah. so I think it's important to expand um, our horizons and fellowship because this is just this is just what the heart of was was that we all become one all that, um, under him and then we get to know the father through that unification and yeah. overall he never talked to the world like he talked to his believers or like to his disciples and people like that like the world was the world he was more interested in reaching the people that were going to tell the world about him and, and also glorify father, the father through him so yeah, it was. It was like the world is the world. I'm not gonna really. Ju- I'm not coming to judge this time. I'm coming to save sinners. So I think it's all really good. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool to hear somebody who was a Hindu and an atheist and uh, see yeah. the perspective. Because I mean, everybody here in America, like we've got, we've heard it all, right? Like everybody's just like, oh yeah, Jesus died for your sins. Like it's just, it's a, we've heard it all. Before. More than other countries. Yeah. More than other countries. I think hear a perspective from somebody who you know probably grew up not hearing that and then absolutely the gospel and it just completely changed their life so and that would be really cool heck yeah, yeah. here in america yeah we've heard it all yeah. we've got we've got them probably we do <laughs> yeah we know more than everybody else and that's yeah. why people don't really want it you know they don't want what you and that's they don't they don't see the joy and that's the one thing i really wanted to touch on in this podcast is figuring out how we enter into that joy that is Messiah and his uh, of who he was and who God is through him and he showed us the Father's love and just finding joy in our everyday lives even if we don't feel it and feelings and just all that we all, I feel like I talk about the same stuff all the time because I'm trying to talk to myself and, and teach myself something but I think the Holy Spirit has um all those topics you know just like re-emerging all the time i think it's like let's talk about how your feelings don't have to dictate your actions yeah and yada 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 and just go into some of this more and just touch on it and be like look the truth is kind of like the word is backing that up yeshua is backing that up when he talked about it um and it's just true you know the truth is will set you free um but um i yeah. can say i can pray you want to pray uh Sure. And then we'll we'll get then we'll get into our topic. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing John chapter seventeen three. We're gonna start there. Or just oh, seventeen. Just seventeen. Yeah. But three three was like a really pivotal verse for me where I was like, Oh, can we talk about that for a while? I hope so. I hope you guys can hear us out there too. Let us know if, if there's like connection issues or anything like that. Yeah, as uh the comments, uh we can see them if somebody chats okay sick should All be right. good okay. um but let know if, we, if you're having issues um let me 
pray real quick. Go ahead, dude. Father God, thank you so much uh, for this this beautiful evening. We get to we get to uh, share with you. We get to uh, hear your word and um, fellowship with each other. And we're just um, we're thankful for um, this platform that you're giving us to be able to. Uh, uh, all we want to do is just, we're just we have this to just talk about you and we, we love you and me and Luke both um, are just so excited to be able to share your word and and fellowship with you during time and um, and the show just keeps advancing you know we're just so thankful for um, the people that keep that are that are listening to our show and we we're so in awe of just what the Holy Spirit is doing and sending people um, to us and emailing us and. Uh, I just, I just can't even believe it. Sometimes um, I'm just floored by your goodness and your, um, your amazing grace that you give to us, um, and this band and this podcast. And um, God, I just pray that um, whoever's listening to the show, um, you know, might hear something um, that awakens their spirit, uh, um, gives them um, hope again. And, um, I think this this chapter is just so incredible um, that, that Jesus uh, shares, and so um, I just pray that uh, we'll, we'll hear it and uh, uh, put some action into their life and, and be uh, uh, be reignited in you, or or just um, might even meet you for the first time. Um, we thank you for this uh, this opportunity and this honor to be able to share your word. Um, online and um, just yeah just again we're just thankful and we Thank love you, you. Um, I pray all these things in the name of your son Yeshua the Messiah amen amen cool. thanks to you cool. so yeah um, I guess if anybody wants to read along with us we're doing heck you and I want to do I want to do better at like putting out the lesson, yeah, like on Thursdays so we people can yeah we're study trying it. to, but this is such a short chapter too that you know yeah. yeah yeah, like uh I need to get better at that man like uh posting it or get, something. We, I think the plan we want to do is like Thursdays we kind of have like a, a a chapter that we go over or that we want to look at and hopefully maybe somebody if you're gonna tune in you can look it over and maybe bring some, some insights. Um, in the comments or, or whatever or maybe dm us if you have any questions um i think that's kind of the plan that we want to do yeah because uh, i think a lot of it might be thing from face value it's yeah. uh, too late of a, a notice to study anything if anyone is interested in doing that um yeah so planning on doing some more uh notice on this though um, so yeah so geez um john chapter 17 it's gonna get dark up on us. Yeah, it will. It will too. be fun. I uh, will have to maybe adjust a little bit out here, but it's getting cooler too. Dang, should have worn my little jacket or something. All right. Um. So, so chapter seventeen. I guess I'll start. Just, yeah, I think just for a little bit or something. Yeah, you read it perfect. Uh, oh, when we were you. preparing. So I think. Thanks, let's man. Let's keep that spirit going. Heck yeah. Well, do you, do you think I should read through it again? Like, yeah, I think. Okay. Let's just read through it. Okay. Um, and then see what we get from it. If hey. anybody listening wants to comment or something, uh, cool. Heck we'll yeah. Okay. So just uh, 
right off the bat, our topic surrounding this chapter in the book of John, chapter 17, is, uh, what, dang, well, <laughs> I typed it today, <laughs> we yeah. were just going on, um, so the topic behind it is, uh, I guess, uh, well, let me just start us off, uh, so the context for this chapter is Yeshua is talking to his believe. uh, to his disciples um just the chapter beforehand so um then he starts talking to the father in front of them and talking about them and and also talking about future believers and just um you know the context here is is this is before he was arrested this is before he was flogged and crucified and just the hope that he has for the people he's leaving behind and knowing that he's here and he's going to be with the father and just none of it is like oh i'm gonna experience so much pain you guys are gonna desert me uh it's gonna be terrible you know you guys better get ready you guys better get ready and the most he ever said about it it was negative you know he said he just told the truth he said i'm gonna be arrested and then i'm going to be uh executed and of course peter was the first one that said no this will never happen we won't let it happen and he's the one who ended up uh, striking the guard and cutting his ear off in the garden when he actually was arrested. So they didn't really truly believe every word that he said. They all the good things they were like, "Oh yeah, you are the son. You 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 are the son of God. Uh, you are God. You know, you know God, and we, we know you." And it's just it's just amazing. And um, everything else surrounding that, or everything else that he talked about, like I'm going to be arrested, and, and they don't really want to believe that. They told him. No, it's not going to happen. Like, we're going to fight anybody that comes to, to take you. And he told Peter that one time, or when he responded like that, he said, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. And, I think uh, it's cool, too, like, with all the prophecies that Jesus makes. Like, he's not really talking figurative, figuratively. Like, he's just really, like, you'll notice, like, in chapter 17, his prophecies in 16, like, is just so <laughs> to the point. Like, yeah. says, I'm going to be arrested. Like, this is what's going to happen. But, like, he is just so to the point. I just so incredible oh it is because uh he's fulfilling the old testament prophecies too and yeah they from a from a little like from 12 or 13 i think you have to memorize the torah until that age so everybody knows the torah the old testament books by heart and so a lot of these coming up in their in their spirit and their mind and it's like i've read that somewhere i've read that somewhere but they still you know their hearts it shows how much our hearts can be kind of turned off to the truth and it's like he's telling you again it's going to happen and then when it happens right before your eyes you still don't get it because he resurrected and he has to explain it to you again look i'm still alive you know i'm alive again um i was killed and was buried but three days later yeah um it's just cool talking to stuff with you man um i guess yeah let's just read through it see all right the whole chapter yeah and then We'll kind of dive into like i guess yeah. our favorite parts oh yeah dude oh yeah that should probably take up the entire <laughs> it will it will yeah unless anybody else has something to, yeah. to like add to it you know but uh still well i mean how much, how much time we have now uh, okay so we're 60. okay well we're doing good um so yeah i can i can uh, read this real quick this is such a, a short chapter um so right now chapter 17 before he was crucified before he was even arrested i'm reading from the complete jewish bible which um has a lot of 
the uh, the Jewish names and, and things like that behind it because it's just translated directly. Oh, there's a mosquito. I killed him. Okay. Um, so 17, verse 1. Uh, and this goes on for, this is 25, 26 verses here. So we're going to go through. Yeah. So really short. Uh, so after you, meaning Jesus, had said these things, he looked up toward heaven and said, Father, the time has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you just as you have uh, just as you gave him authority over all mankind so that he might give eternal life to all those whom you have given him and eternal life is this to know you the one true god and him whom you sent yeshua the messiah i glorified you on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do now father glorify me alongside yourself give me the same glory i had with you before the world existed i made your name known to to the people you gave me out of the world they were yours you gave them to me and they have kept your word now they know that everything you have given me from you is the words you gave me i have given to them and they have received them they have really come to know that i came from you and they have come to trust that you praying for them i am not praying for the world but for those you have given to me because they are yours indeed all i have is yours and all you have is mine and in them i have been glorified now i am no longer in the world they are in the world but i am coming to you holy father guard them by the power of your name which you have given to me so that they may be one just as we are when i was with them i guarded them by the power of your name which you have given to me. Yes, I kept a watch over them, and not one of them was destroyed, except in parentheses, except for the one meant for destruction, so that the Tanakh might be fulfilled. Uh, talking about Judas, I think here. Yeah. Um, but now I am coming to you, and I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world hated them them because you do not belong to the world just as I myself do not belong to the world I don't ask you to t take them out of the world but to protect them from the evil one they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world set them apart for holiness by means of the truth your word is truth just as you sent me into the world I have sent them into the world on their behalf I am setting myself apart for so that they too may be set apart for holiness by means of the truth. I pray not only for these, but also for those who will trust in me because of their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are united with me and I with you. I pray that they may be united with us so that the world may believe that you sent me. The glory which you have given to me, I have given to them, so they may be one, just as we are one. I united with them and you with me, so that they may be completely one, and the world decides that you sent me, and that you have loved them just as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given to me to be with me where I am. They may see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, the world has not known you. But I have known you, and these people have known that you sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will continue to make it known. 
that the with which you have loved me may be in them, and I myself may be united with them. Amen. That was a lot. But, ooh, yeah, you yes, got, that got was it. good. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's so much of this fires me up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, first, I guess first off. go back to the beginning but my favorite sure. my favorite part is um verse nine i pray for them i do not pray for the world but for those whom you have given me for they are yours um, yeah and that's good because um yeah we were listening to a sermon on this but the interpretation of it is that as Christians, God gives us like, God gives us people or just like our influences or our abilities. Uh, he gives us a little. We have to be faithful to the little that we're that we're given, and that's what Jesus did. You know, he was. He said he's not. You know, he's not praying for the entire entire world. He's praying for the ones that he is. Uh, his disciples that he's trained up. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, this is God, and he's only got like twelve followers now. Mm -hmm. um, he's not. He doesn't have the whole world. Like they all left by this point. All, you know, he did have huge crowds, and then now they all left. Mm -hmm. And so, I think it's just so cool, and so you know, in our in our social media media age where we're lives like we gotta we gotta get the whole world we gotta get famous so that christ can be known and we gotta do all these things and and i think one of the messages with that was man it like if you're faithful to a little you can inherit you know god promises you'll inherit the earth and so yeah you know god gives us a little bit and i think that's what like me and you are trying to do like we got this podcast and we don't really know what we're doing yeah God's given us this platform to do something, and we're trying to be faithful to it. Um, we're not trying to be famous. We'll see right. how it grows. We'll let the Holy Spirit grow it. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think is so intriguing about the disciples, and then Paul after them, who decided that he saved most of the Eastern world single-handedly by preaching the truth, and the Holy Spirit in him is what did it, and so. You know, it's, it's, it's like you want to see God get famous. You want to see His glory uh, come to fruition. And this is the other thing too that I think people don't even think about. But Jesus is not unknown to the world, and so <laughs> it's it the, especially the, here in America. No, it's big, especially yeah. here. And it's like He's been known for you know two thousand years now, um, over two thousand years. And the problem lies in people thinking it's our duty to tell people about God when it's our duty to show uh, show the world who God is. and we do that like he says here you know he says uh, you know because uh, well I, this isn't the passage that says this but he, he says uh, the world will know that they are mine yeah. and that I sent them and that you sent me by the way that they love one another 
and of course you know loving loving the people in the world um and and just uh i guess what am i trying to say um also loving one another is like the for and look at the way the church acts most of the time and we're so split up in different religions different nations all claiming christ but not doing anything he asked us to across the board and this is just a travesty in the sight of heaven they're looking down saying why you know why are they letting the enemy divide them like this like jew and gentile you know uh not believing in christ believing in christ why is it why is it a prerequisite that somebody claims christ as messiah for you to help them to like pray for those people to give them a sandwich like you you're almost like more willing to help not to get on soapbox but it's like we're almost more willing to help the pagan and the worldly sinner who doesn't and then someone who's already stuck in a religion and that's why i really want to hope to interview that that uh guy who you know used to be uh hindu and then also atheist and it's just like how do you go from all the you know just boom 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 and then end up on christianity and and just be like this is the truth you know um i love i love jesus and uh accept what he did for me and just be like wow you know and see his blessed life but they want to see the blessing in, in in your life for knowing the truth before they will accept the truth because the truth doesn't mean unless it's attached to something real like if it's just a bunch of words in a book and it's a bunch of you know just good thoughts because there's a lot of that out there like hinduism buddhism it's all positive you know yoga is is, is uh, got a lot of things involved with it, it you know principalities i think that insert themselves and in, in mindsets and body we're actually kind of worshiping those in that manner so um i think that's important to touch on the fact that and i think it's crazy with jesus like these people many people saw him perform miracles and still walked away from him after he was like preaching on mm-hmm. preaching sermons like mm-hmm. saw his miracle and that still wasn't enough like after he was preaching sermons mm-hmm. they still walked away yeah so well i think ultimately they wanted to be healed yeah. from their ailments and then at the very end of it all they wanted to be fed yeah. and once they got fed to where there was a bunch of food left over when he multiplied the, the fish and the loaves they all left they went home yeah like they had they probably had jobs the next morning or what have you but they were like okay time to go home time to go to bed you know they all lived in jerusalem they all lived in the city or somewhere you know they're like okay time to go home and tend to my business now and you have the 12 disciples that always were left hanging out afterwards like okay now i've got see i've got some knowledge for you 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 know he would always talk every parable that he told he would always to the disciples and we get firsthand uh, a firsthand glimpse at all that where he was like look you know they might have some people might have caught what i was saying but probably not because i know you haven't so let me you know let me impart this uh interpretation to you about the the parable don't you understand what i just said to you and i'm sure they were like i didn't thought you said that you know they're they're just kind of enthralled with being his disciples i think and you know like any human you know we're we're, we're just kind of we're, we're fallible and uh yeah, we're we're definitely susceptible to that uh, 
distraction, I guess you could call it. And that's what I think. That's it. I'm not trying to go on a tangent here, but um, that brings me to like verse 14. You know, he says, or no, verse 15. I don't ask you to take them out of the world to protect them. So, yeah, he's my, not, brain, my brain was just thinking about that verse. Yeah, no, no, yeah, really? Oh, yeah. that's crazy, dude. Um, yeah, the Holy Spirit is is just a touch in our yeah. Our I just, I love that. It's like, man, if you're born again, like you can meet, you can have a relationship with Jesus right now, and we're not of this world. Like, this is not like God's purpose is not to take you out of the world but that you should but he takes you out of the evil one and mm-hmm. now you're in fellowship with jesus that's and want that and that's going to be eternal right right you know right. so and that's the thing too that just came to mind is like he said as he doesn't say i'm going to protect them or father protect them from the world yeah that's not his prayer his prayer is protect them from the evil one so it's it's like you know where do we get off saying god why is the world you know just like the world has just got me down you know the world is so fallen and and, and jesus is like don't even worry about that they're lost you have to worry about this un- invisible war that we have going on here you're going to be attacked and he's just like i'm praying to the father right now that you are protected from the evil this meaning satan lucifer and you know that he ultimately wants to see us uh fail and and ultimately i guess you know his, his greatest goal would be for us to lead people astray um yeah using the truth because what did he do in the garden of eden with uh, adam and eve he used some truth of what god said and said okay you know did he really say this did he really say that and then that's what was deceptive is he used a little bit of truth and everybody's really good at it today especially in our media where they're like okay i'm gonna give them like a half truth and they're gonna already be emotionally attached to that truth so it's really easy to make them believe everything we say so I, i'll give them i'll give them a little bit of truth and then after that it's complete it's a complete but they accept that i say after that point because if i say this then they're already tuned in they're like yeah you know i think the world yeah the world does suck you know and then and the, and the demons are just like yeah you know you know how you don't like the way the world's treated you okay well uh here's all this other nonsense that you're gonna focus on for 24 hours now instead of getting in the word uh fellowshipping with other believers and just like don't even worry don't even focus on that kind of stuff yeah know? um yeah it's just like in that this passage he says in verse 18 as you sent me into the world i also sent them into the world and it's like we were talking earlier about people like christians live in like oh oh, kind of like they're worshiping at church like it's a funeral right i'm saying like you know like we're living we're just kind of living to get to heaven like we're just this world is gone so we're just gonna sit back and yeah. And just, uh, no. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were doing that back then too. You know, yeah, where they yeah, just sure. like they were like going through the motions, and then when you just arrived on the scene, they were like, "Oh, make a decision." But now, once you're, once you're um, born again, you're sent. God sends sends you to places. And, you know, He wants, and I hear this all the time. God tells me to be the light wherever i go just go go be the light i'm like god what do you want me to do go be the light i'm like okay like right you know just 
um, you know, people, they want to see the light of the gospel in your action, the way you live. And so, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can talk all day long. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, your actions is what is what uh like really solidifies the truth because if you're not living it you don't believe it you really don't you know do we really believe what we say we believe and that goes along with you know saying you go to church and it looks like we're attending a funeral because the joy of the lord is not truly present you know and and a lot of times i see a lot of they're like conjuring the holy spirit it seems like and i'm like you better just you better take a step back but they're like oh yeah we're getting the, oh yeah the holy spirit is coming in and we're we're just so you know and it's like but you can the whole environment is just dull everybody's like oh i don't want to be here the energy is just not you can you can feel each other's spirit with the holy spirit telling you this isn't fun i don't like not that it has to be fun i'm just saying your spirit's not is not content with that yeah. and I feel that sometimes when I go to services and I'm like, you know, when people try so hard, I think um, the devil gets in there and just trying to kind of like wheels around and says, hey, you know, go ahead and uh, try to call on God, you know, call on the Holy Spirit. And maybe that's why you don't feel the spirit right now. And it's just you're already off to just like a bad start. And everybody there is listening to it and saying, yeah, yeah, let's do that, you know. You know, like, oh, yes, thank God, you know, thank you, God, you know, for coming, you know, coming to be with us. And it's like, don't you think he's already here? Yeah. If we're meeting here every Sunday and he's beyond space time and, and, and everything we know, like, don't you think he's he's been here, you know, waiting for us to come here? Like, a lot, there's a few people, you know, I don't know many people like this, but they, they actually go to churches and they go to, like, in the hospital. I noticed they have the uh, sanctuary. And they'll actually go to those places for prayer. I mean, they'll go to those places and sit for a little while. And they just know that God's just going to be, you know, he's always there for an appointment. Like, you don't have to have an appointment yeah. to make one. And that was, you know, a, a, I don't know. Maybe I've seen it in Hollywood and stuff where they go in the hospital, uh, the hospital church or something. But I'm like, how many people actually do that, though? You know, like, we're a Sunday church goer. Or a Easter, Christmas, holiday church goer, but do we actually seek out God's presence? Do we go to the temple? Do we do we get on our knees? It doesn't matter for the only one in there. It doesn't matter if somebody else is in there. You know, just just things that have been kind of coming up as as we talk about what's important. I I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you had anything else about that, but the joy, you know, the joy yeah, aspect. Yeah, I remember you wanted to speak on this. So there was, there's, he talks about it in verse 13, but now I come to you and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah my joy. Um, uh, yeah, what is it? <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to have joy. We're not supposed to just live. We're supposed to be excited and, and, um, if the Holy Spirit's in you, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to go out and, and do things and, and, and worship God and you know there's something wrong if there's some if if you're just kind of like oh yeah you know I I've got a deep joy in the Lord and you know it's just mundane oh yeah and I think that's what's happening um, in the church but you know Jesus speaks right here 
that the things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's not talking about in heaven. <laughs> yeah. You know, or just in heaven. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. When you were saying, like, your actions is what's going to, like, make an impact on the world yeah. and even other believers. But I just had this thought, man. The Holy Spirit was like, dude, they don't. Nobody tells them they should do that. It's say a prayer. Yeah. Repent for your sins. Get baptized. And then come join this club. That, you know, we might do some things every night. You know, you might sign up for some things and do some things. But what are you actually doing? What has God called you to do? There's a lot of things that we, I don't think we think about it this way, but as a believer, and you're not going to be told this by a lot of people, but you're, you're going to be commissioned personally with a lot more than you are commissioned in the body yeah. corporately. Yeah. So the corporate worship and the corporate, you know, like the body bodily um, actions are not nowhere near as important and more not nowhere near as uh, uh, numerous is the things I think God wants us to do individually because look at what the disciples they split up they might have went to you know two here or two there or something but and Paul went uh, to with Timothy but they they split up because it covered more ground it was yeah. just like you know we're not going to travel in a 12 wide caravan preaching the gospel which is intimidating it's intimidating enough one person telling you you better repent um but then you see jonah who came into nineveh and they, they repented that moment um the king made yeah. the whole city so just like, yeah you know that makes it i'm just i'm just giving context of what you said about your actions and i'm like a lot of people aren't told that when they come to know christ it's like yeah you don't have to really do that stuff i mean the it's the preacher's job to save everyone right like bring your friend to church tonight yeah Oh, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't share the gospel. You can't share what Jesus has done for you, the Holy Spirit, like what you know about the truth, like how you were just never the same again once you actually accepted certain truths. It's, it's our job. Like yeah. we're no one else. The, the the pastor is there to to tend to the flock, to feed the sheep of uh, you know the the body. Then we can now now we're equipped to go out to the world and share what we know and what we've experienced and it's our testimony it's not the pastor's testimony god's not gonna look at you on judgment day and say oh yeah your pastor okay let me let me okay never mind okay let me just talk to him real quick because i need to get some context on your life and, and it's not gonna be like that you know but but my pastor you know like oh he you know he just didn't preach a good enough sermon i guess you know my friends didn't and guys like well you didn't talk about me at all you didn't mention me once and it's it's just I don't know that we were at a complete, you know, we're at a total. Oh, that was a bug that went by the that was camera. Huge. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> Starship like, Troopers over here. Yeah. But, I was like, dang, you can see that on the camera. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. That was big. Um, yeah. But we're just at a huge disservice, I think, especially here in America, where it's like we're deceiving ourselves and everyone else and just go. I try to get it on, cool. try to get us on Instagram. I don't know. I don't know if it works. That's cool, though. But hey, that's good. like the first time we've done it, huh? On Instagram, yeah. So that's cool. Let's see that we hopefully, actually hopefully get something got in there. Like, but um, yeah, there was something you were saying. Uh, there's one thing that you 
yeah, we were kind of talking about like our actions and uh, I think, you know, Maddie talk, Maddie Montgomery talks a lot about people who are just so, um, they're not faithful to the little that God has given them. Like their calling is so important to them that they're, they're willing to sacrifice the, their family and their, and their, uh, and anything else that God has given them for their calling. And, uh, you know, yeah. I think in his sermon last week, Maddie was talking about, uh, it's like one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest mistakes pastors make is their, is yeah. their calling in their ministry is just number one in their life. Yeah. And they sacrifice their families and they sacrifice the people in their church even because they think they got to reach so many strangers. They got to be this big evangelist. And, um, mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting that where was it? Wasn't there a part in here where Jesus talks about, he hasn't lost any of his, Oh, where was um, that? it's so, uh, let's see if I find it real quick. Um, uh, I'm in the wrong chapter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. This, this bugs in this man. Um, there's a part in here where Jesus talks about he hasn't lost any of his mm -hmm. yeah. followers. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, anyway, you can keep talking. I'll, yeah, I'll Jesus, like Jesus was just so faithful to his his disciples and, and his his um the 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 small the influence that he had um you know he wasn't worried about the thousands that heard the sermon on the mount and left and things like that and i think we can just we can really take his example of uh, focusing on the ones that the father has sent us the opportunities that god has sent us the people that god has sent us the job the insignificant duties that maybe a lot of us um don't see are as an important um but god sees them as important yeah that's the perspective thing that it's just like so skewed yeah. you know it's like uh, we need to align ourselves with his the way he sees us the way he sees the world the way he sees us interacting with the world all of the above and we don't even get past ourselves most of the time yeah. so so selfish we're just like oh i don't feel good right now so that it takes everything that i do from here on out until i feel better um let's see but this uh this this passage you're talking about or this oh, uh, verse, verse 12 yeah yeah you yeah. want you want to read that oh yes yeah, is uh when i was with them talking about the believers and the disciples that he's uh, called i guarded them by the power of your name which you have given to me yes i kept to watch over them and not one of them was destroyed except yeah. for the one meant for destruction so that the Tanakh might be fulfilled yeah um, just, just, that blew my mind because he just yeah. prophesied Judas oh yeah 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 man and, and I mean just just as a it's a cool side note I think I can share you know the Old Testament Old Testament prophecy of Judas and how yeah down to the amount of silver that was going to be exchanged for the Messiah to betray him it was like 15 i don't know it was like 15 or some odd, some odd uh pieces of silver and this was this was prophesied through one of the prophets who went and bought i think it was elijah they were being sieged by another by another uh country they were they were going to be destroyed like taken over 
And in the midst of being under siege by this nation that was taking them over, God told him to go buy this plot of land. And the amount that he paid for that plot of land was going to be 15 pieces of silver. And to everyone else, it, it was crazy that he was going to purchase land in the midst of their land being taken from them. So it was probably really cheap at the moment. And just like, but at the same time, enough money to betray the Son of Man. And you're like, okay. You know, and it was just in a way. And then guess what? The plot of land that Jesus was buried on was land that Elijah had hundreds and hundreds of years before he was even born. Yeah. So that's where his tomb was laid. And it's like, God, yeah. this is not, this is not haphazard. I planned this from this prophet to this prophet. He talked about how the Son of Man was going to be betrayed, and, and every step, every step toward um, to see it fulfilled, and then see Jesus also talking in the third person and saying stuff like, "Oh yeah, you sent uh, Yeshua the Messiah, calling himself Messiah." So you know, I've heard people even say that they're like, "He never claimed to be God," you know. And so it was like kind of alluded and yada yada yada. And you're like, he told this to his disciples multiple times. They were like, oh, good, you know the truth. Okay. Oh, good, you found out, you know, the, the, um, and he tells them that uh, God revealed them. It wasn't their own mind. You know, the Holy Spirit did that. Yeah. So, man, you can um, feel that fall is coming. Oh, dude, it's, it's chilly out here. It got chilly. Like, I should have put out here or something, but I, yeah. Um, I did want to go. Probably the only time. Yeah, I, I got about twelve minutes. Okay. Um, first verse: Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you. I think you were you were talking a good piece on that earlier, if you can remember. Oh. Um. Oh. <laughs> Well, just the just the this just the idea that the glory that he has given to right. Jesus, yeah. he has given to us. Yeah. He to us like so he's telling us the same glory that the Father, the Creator, has given the Son. He he and the pleasure to give to us yeah. who know him. And, and then, and by extension, we come to know the Father. Yeah, and it's like and God. God's pleased to do that too. He finishes this chapter too by saying, "And I have declared to them your name. I will declare it that the love which that you loved me may be in them, and I in them. So also glory, but he's also he wants. He's, he finishes by sharing um, that he wants us to feel the love of the Father through Jesus." Or Jesus felt the love of the Father, and He mm -hmm. wants us to to feel that love as well. That's yeah. That's that's neat. Really so cool. we, so we're we're <laughs> we've already been given so the kind glory. Of like circle, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. He says, well, he starts it out saying, "I'm going to be glorified." You know, may I be glorified like you? May I was going to be to be at your right hand again. I'm coming to be with you again. I glorify me like I I was with you before we even created the earth and. Then he says that same glory i chose to give it to them he's telling god the father okay the glory you gave to me i know 
it gives you great pleasure for me to say I can give it to them and I choose to give it to them because you care about what I you know in the Godhead and in the, in the triune God it's like you care that I am about your ways and you wanted me to do this you know you sent me for this reason I'm gonna give them the glory gave me and then, and you're right dude it's not about because we don't really I don't think even though we've been given the glory it's like how do we how do we like how do we react to that glory you know like it's not something the world's going to see really um it's something that we're gonna see in God's through God's through God lens uh glasses I guess you and Jesus uh glasses I think we're we're the only ones that are gonna get it that's why a lot of born again believers look like freaks to uh you know jesus free the term yeah. came out it's just like because yeah. you just you can't impart that glory to people who don't want to see it so the love is where they get it the love is where you know is where you're just like you know you, you said it's not just the glory it's the love that he wanted to give us and i'm like yeah because yeah the glory is for us the love is for those who him and don't uh, don't believe the truth. You know, the love is what's going to change the world. Um, it's cliche, but even the devil takes a little bit of truth. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, you know, like, oh, love, you know, love wins and all that stuff where it's like, hey, you know, there's only one love. There's only one true love, only one true God. And um, any other thing that we want to call love is, is just, we made it up. We yeah. were we were we were told lies and we decided to make them true. You know, I think it says they exchanged the truth for a lie. I don't know where that is scripture, but uh, I'm talking about I think it was one of the prophets that said that they exchanged lies. And then yeah, then he goes on to say I have manifested your name to the to the men whom you have given me out of the world. Mm-hmm. So again, he's so focused on just these these 12 disciples that are gonna they're gonna change the world um mm. he wasn't so focused on making sure everybody heard his message and right uh, making sure he had a million followers making sure his twitter was popping mm-hmm. yeah you know like he's okay. just so, so like jesus is just like yeah how did he know it was gonna blow up like or how did he know his name was gonna make it around the earth in yeah a year or something? Yeah, so yeah. Wow. And then just like the most popular books still in circulation today and printed and sold. Most sold book today is is the Holy Bible, the Old and New Testament put together. Yeah. And you just you're like, okay, so you know, it wasn't like because if you think about it statistically, how much time do we have left? Um, statistically, eight minutes. Okay, good. Uh, statistically, Yeshua couldn't reach as many people as we could based on time constraints in our yeah. world. Yeah. And so that's why he said he will do greater than I have done. Mm-hmm. And I always don't wonder, like, oh, like yeah. who can even, I can't even heal somebody. Right now. Uh, I tried to heal somebody or something, you know, when I was younger. And he's talking about there's only one Jesus at, at that point in time in history history and then he makes the 12 disciples and then they make disciples and it's a multiplication of you know like exponential growth in uh the amount the amount that the gospel was able to 
spread and God was glorified through all that was the greater thing that he was talking about because in the body you know you have a hand you have another hand and two two legs and feet and he's talking about you know I was the head of the body I'm the head of the church you know and you are the hands and feet that I choose to work with and uh, there was only one Jesus but there's how many millions of believers since him yeah that were like I'm gonna I'm gonna risk my life for this because he gave his life to yeah and just how important it was but um, that's I think that's what he meant that matters when he said you know you will do greater things than I have done. yeah it's kind of like uh, the parable of the talents like you, you take what God has given you and you go and multiply it you know um, oh yeah dude you're right this is good I, 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 yeah it's such a short chapter man but I was just like man this just seems like you know because if uh, uh, we were, I was watching uh, Manny Montgomery today I think we both were but he kind of came up with this sermon like okay well we can talk about the chapter yeah. and then maybe take a few things away from him like I thought this was like a really prominent point like in verse 3 and this is funny too a lot of times my mind works like most people probably where it's like oh chapter 17 it's a new day or something yeah. you know uh where very well he just like it's just a, it's just a category for us to be able to study chapter and verse chapter and verse yeah it's not like oh so the next day you know next chapter and stuff like that oh that was a short day they had you know nobody yeah. wanted to record afternoon because they ate so much uh verse three an eternal life is this to know you the one true god and him who you sent yeshua the messiah and how and how blatant he just he's talking to god but he's he's referring to himself in the third person like you know this is eternal life yeah. and they're gonna know this you know um and then i think even the disciples didn't know what he was talking about they knew him and he's telling them that they know the father now because they know him yeah. but i don't think they quite grasp what he's like setting them up for and telling them they're gonna have their lives and this is this is their calling yeah. They're, they're kind of like oh, this, is good. this is great we're waiting for Yeshua to like overthrow Rome and yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna fight anyone who comes to arrest him because he's just saying things I don't know what he he's right on like every other thing that he said he just you know which is so right but nothing like getting crucified and then also not being with us one day and having to leave us even after he was crucified they were sad they were like no you can't you can't leave us and yeah. you know uh like what you were saying about the church and stuff i think you know sometimes we're we're so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good and yeshua everything that there was in 33 years of his life to show us how you know how you can live such a you know just, just to glorify the father like, by his example it's like man, what other example do you have in history that's so detailed and recorded like this and prophesied about and you can go to the old testament and you can cross-reference all these verses where you're like this is not normal yeah this does not happen yeah. in any I other love, document i love this verse this is our purpose like basically saying this is your purpose this is the possibility of eternal life mm-hmm. that you might know like the one true god through jesus christ um you know yeah man that's our 
I mean, how how many people are searching for their purpose in this world? And it's just it's just like so simple. It's right there. Right. Right there for them. For believers, you know, it's yeah. like two, you know, especially believers that are like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. And like, I think man, it's you, a can, you can start an eternal relationship with God like right. today, you know. Um, so cool. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you don't have to do something right away, but you better start doing something soon. Um, the action is where it, where it takes off. That's where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. You know, if you're not telling anyone about, about God, you know, he's not going to, you know, tell people about Jesus. Because if you don't acknowledge him here on earth, then he will not acknowledge you before the Father. And it doesn't matter what you thought about your relationship with God. Relationship with God is so there goes thoughts in our feelings and things like that. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. They're they're lying to us and they're deceiving. So in prayer and you know supplication and just studying the word, we can find a path to uh, to to set course. You know, set course. And I think I said this last time. It's like if you change a compass by like one degree halfway through a thousand mile trip or something, you will end up on the other side of the planet. You know, just it's that it's that big of a difference by the time you finish the half of that journey. Um, so, just stay stay focused on what's what's true and what we know to do. Um, and you can't really you can't really go wrong there. Get stagnant, don't feel stuck. You know, that's when you need to reach out and you need to you need to start. To, if anything, you do something. You know, you don't you know if you don't know what to do. If you don't know what to so, do, go where you see God moving. That That's, too. That yeah. was like advice that I, I heard, and I was just like, okay, I see God moving at this church that's down the street. So I started going there, and now I'm working there. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Like if you want to know, yeah, God's plan for your life, just take a step. Those go, are go, Yeah, go where you see God moving. If you see somebody that, um, a lot of times you'll see a Christian, and you're like. You're like, okay, that person knows something different. That, that person's doing something different. Like, what, what's he doing? What's his deal? They don't talk like everyone else. Yeah, go, go follow that person. Get to know them. Get to get coffee with them. To, um, that's what I did. Heck yeah. Nice. They, they don't talk like anyone else. They don't act like anyone else. Yeah. And nowadays with our internet that we have now, we have no excuse. Yeah. He's telling them back then, we have no excuse to not know god through the wonders and the and the beauty of this world that no one has any so no one has an excuse uh that god created the world and uh, that we should know him yeah and, uh, yeah, and uh, so we don't have an excuse that's for sure you know like all the people we can see uh, across the world and be like i want to listen to that guy talks more but then also we want to hear from god you know like ultimately that should be our desire is yeah. like I, Luke, Luke did a great job last week if you guys didn't hear uh, the show last week um, I was out of town but he did a great job on teaching on just listening to like I love that the Holy Spirit starting to pull you away from just watching the news and just watching only sermons and, and stuff um, you know I think God is calling people that he's like I want more of a relationship with you like you're only yeah. listening to voices that of people who talk about me we oh yeah the ability dude. to get to know our creator um, yeah intimately um and so i think we as a people are starting to neglect that 
you know, just listening to mm-hmm. voices that we mm-hmm. that we think uh, know it all. So I think, yeah. Yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah, I mean, it, I thought that was great. I thought it was great when you were talking. That's totally it, man. It's like uh, uh, it's you know, oh, guys, okay. guys, in the, oh no, it's getting dark. Somebody turn the lights off. <laughs> um, but uh, just telling me, like, yeah, you know, like you just said. I mean, I guess we're wrapping up on time now, but um, you know just listening to sermons or just listening to, and it's just like but even then you can get burnt out and it's like hey why don't you listen to me yeah. instead of what somebody thinks about me actually listen to what, who I am and what I do and what I want you to do and then you take those times where you're not even listening to someone talk about God yeah. so you go down this staircase and it's like you're at this lower the lowest point is like politics anything else that's not from God it's just world based and I'm just like the news and everything else. God's not brought up once. You and, know? Yeah, and we talk about a lot of how many people are just spending their entire life being on spiritual milk. Not they're true. Just not growing in their faith. They're not growing mature wise. They just, they constantly are just, you go to church just to feel good for a couple hours until yeah. Monday morning. See? And, and, and it's just that is just showing that you're just still on spiritual milk. You're not mm-hmm. growing. You're like something. The the, uh, the positivity, the positive Christian radio motivational speaking is not holding it weight. You gotta you gotta do more. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's the problem too. I think a lot of people are completely content with that mm-hmm. um, because it's not even until Monday morning anymore. It's like yeah. until football starts at eleven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like this service better be over by ten because I gotta get we gotta eat brunch and then we're gonna watch the football game on Sunday. And it's like the devil is like, yeah, I'm going to put football on Sunday too. You know, it's just like every single thing is probably calculated to, you know, just just turn us away. But yeah, it doesn't even wait till Monday, dude. It's yeah. like, it's like, oh, you feel good until football starts and then you feel really good because you're just focused on something that's completely like menial and just not has any, doesn't have any eternal weight whatsoever right. on your soul or your family's soul and your friends that you never talk to them about Jesus you never even mention that you're a believer and I'm just saying these things for my own benefit I want yeah, to hear too I know I the truth like too. I want yeah I want to like like I want to keep my nose in the Bible this thing like because I want to grow in my faith I don't want to stay stagnant and just mm-hmm. stay um, listening to motivational speakers I want to yeah. have a relationship with the God that created me and that's the ones that I think are starting to get it or yeah. already get it. And it's the difference between the people that are content with only knowing, hey, I just know I'm saved by grace and through faith, you know. So, like, I have that much faith, but that's all the faith I have. I don't have faith that God can change my life by reading the Bible or change other people's lives. You know, that that's where it starts and ends is that prayer of salvation and then the baptism. And then I was all I was kind of born saved. You know, they baptized me when I was a baby or something. You know, and there's just all kinds of stuff that's not biblical. And you're just you're fooling yourself and fooling other people so just trying to avoid that but yeah i think that's the people who actually start to get it man it's like i want him yeah you know it's, it's not anything it's not salvation it's not heaven it's not you know heaven and earth will pass away but these words will never pass away yeah and so if you're heavenly minded there's gonna be a new heaven and a new earth that's this created you know it's gonna pass away but not one word from his from his mouth will ever fade will never will ever pass away it will always stand true 
because he said it. And if he said it, 70-something percent of probably already come true today, they can point to you and be like, yeah, this is evidence for that. This is evidence. And like, you think the other, you know, 20-something percent is going to come true too? I mean, it's been happening, you know, every every hundred years or something. There's so many things that have, that have happened. But Well, that was, that was a good show. I, yeah, dude, I love it. Anybody listening, watching? Well, Thank there's you. some comments on there. I yeah. mean, if you want, like, I don't know how far we're going. Do go over, man? Like, five, over a little bit. Only five minutes? Dang, okay. dude. Yeah, we're doing good. Well, good. We, like, managed that pretty well. I thought we were over about, like, 10 or 15, and I was just like, I need, I need to earlier. stop bringing up stuff. Yeah, it's getting dark. Dude, yeah, it got, I was like, maybe we'll get some stars in the background before it's over. There's going to be a U- UFO or something up here, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got one of those on camera one time. I was like, oh, yay, in the mountains. There's one sitting out there, but it's probably a helicopter. Kept getting brighter and and dimmer and brighter and dimmer. It eventually just went away. I was like, oh. So, but that SpaceX stuff uh, has been known to cause a lot of weird lights in the, in the sky. I think that's the Elon Musk um, stuff, but they got some weird stuff going on uh, projects for probably for military and stuff too but um anyways you know so there's a there's a couple comments on here man if if we want to read read i'm we're probably too late to the comments right now but yeah sorry we we love you thank you for listening anybody thank you for commenting maybe we'll get we can uh respond to them on our on our yeah let's do it it yeah um but we tried something new we're getting we're doing it together we did it outside probably not going to be able to do this pretty in about a month it's going to be snowing but um i think it was cool um, yeah i think uh i encourage you to go and read john chapter 17 tonight um good good after um really short but it. yeah it's short um but he's praying to god you know the father about yeah. about us about us yeah, so. We don't we don't want to go that far with it. I think the disciples didn't even really take it past. Okay, so when are we eating tonight? Yeah, I really do believe that because it just is evident, and that's how we act today. So, who are we to to, to blame? You know, and judge. Um, I think we're all the same. So, yeah. And they walked with him. You know, they saw it firsthand. So, yeah. Cool. Um, you want to pray this time? We're gonna, we're gonna end in a prayer. Yeah, I can end. Um, just go ahead and pray real quick for us. And, Let's do it. Uh, we'll say goodbye for today. Uh, Father, thanks so much for bringing James over to my place, and we're just hanging out in the mountains, uh, doing the podcast together in this time of fellowship, God. And um, I think we're gonna eat after this too. So continued fellowship and just bring these blessings into our lives. Where, um, you know, there's been points in our in my life where i haven't had that you know and so um i just pray that everyone uh is seeking out that fellowship seeking out your uh fellowship with us god and um the connection that you want us to have through that unity of the body and 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 knowing you also um and just pray that that becomes evident to everyone who who claims to know you and no matter how uncomfortable it is that we just don't stop when we feel that discomfort and, and pain that, that you have gone before us to, uh, you know, to uh, extinguish the fiery arrows that the devil has shot way before we were born. You know, I'm going to hit him. And 
just thank you, God, that you've gone before us to extinguish those arrows. They're not going to do any damage. They're not going to hurt you. They're not going to hurt us. And just the just absolute love and, and grace and mercy that you've had. And your mercy is new every single day, God. And just, just thank you for uh, repentance and just being able to, to, to leave our sin at the foot of the cross where it belongs and don't let uh, the enemy fool us into giving up or just even set. We shouldn't be compromising. And you have given us the power to show the world what it means to not compromise and what it means to follow you. So I just, uh, just thank you for all that you are and how holy you are and that we can be holy as you were holy in, 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 in chapter 17 was amazing that we can be holy because you, uh, you've, given us the power to be holy like you and that we can have the glory that christ had you know some of these things i didn't even know i don't ruminate on that um i'm not taught this stuff a lot of times so just thank you for your word and the truth shining through your word is truth that they would come to know you god um and your word is truth is what is what your son was telling us um just thank you for <laughs> just that's opportunity uh, to be able to just like go through it. Um, yeah. Your words will never pass away, God. It, heaven and earth will pass away, but your words, not one you, uh, not one letter of the alphabet from your word will pass away. And we just, uh, we just can't thank you enough for that. Um, so till next time, uh, thank you, God. Thank you for, for everything you've done for us in the um, eternally and, and now um, to, to see heaven come down now. Uh, mm -hmm. to bring the kingdom of heaven down and yes, and experience it here and now and not be waiting uh, till some far off day, God, that you did what you have done for nothing today. Uh, help us see, God. Just give us eyes yes. to see. And the perspective is is so uh, damning nowadays. Um, just 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 renew our minds and our hearts and give us a a heart for you. Uh, thank you. We love you and we, we thank you. you. Uh, in your son's name, I pray this. Jesus Christ, thank you, uh, Messiah. Thank you. Amen. Amen. That was good. All yeah, right. Man. I like this. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's chilly as hell. Yeah, okay. really we got to go. Um, love you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. That was good. Yeah. So I think I got to turn this next off. Next Friday. Yeah, go ahead. When we go. But well, good. Good. Uh, we're done then. Yeah. We'll see oh, you next week. Yeah, sound good. Hopefully, me. we'll have a, a pretty cool guest. I don't know about next week, but pretty soon it's gonna be. Yeah, cool. well, we're it's we're, we're in cool. touch. We're in touch. We're gonna send us any messages, emails. We love them. I'm glad we got that this week. If you if you love the show, let us know. Share it. It's encouraging. It um, is. You know, it is keeps us going. So, it we does. love you guys. <laughs>